Welcome to Well Made, where we dive deep into all things wellness, self-improvement, and self-love. I'm your host, Kat Kamalani, a mother of two beautiful kids. Together, we'll explore raw and candid moments that touch on every aspect of life, from parenting to relationships, career, and personal growth. Our conversations will be filled with insight, experiences, and tips to help you live your best life. So sit back, relax, and join us on this journey towards a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Welcome to another episode of Well Made. I have one of my top five favorite people here on this earth. I, that's a big top statement. Five. Top five. Well, now I need to know the others. Um, oh, and that's off the camera. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jilda, she is just, okay, you're just one of my favorite people in the world. And I feel like there's very few people that I instantly connect with. I just feel like jive. Hopefully this isn't one way. <laughs> you're like, no, I don't feel this way at all. But I just felt like you were the perfect person to come on because we have only met each other in the last few years, but we've clicked and developed this relationship and just like a relationship I want for all my relationships and girlfriends going forward. So I want to talk about friendships and relationships in your life. So how has that looked for you growing up and right now with relationships with girls, like having girlfriends? Coming on to... um do this today, I felt like this was such a perfect topic for me because it is my passion. My reason of being is just to have great relationships. The older I get, the more I'm realizing that's, that's what it's about. That's what everything is about. You know, I feel like when I was younger, a lot of the times, the reasons that you pursued certain relationships were because of external factors, literally where you live, where you went to school, things like that. And the beauty of this age is just having a choice, right? Like mm -hmm. deciding who you get to keep around for how much for all of that. And so navigating through this part of my journey, we should say, doing a lot of therapy lately has really put a lot of those things into perspective. My time, it's just like, as they say, your most valuable like currency, right? Mm -hmm. uh, just like how you want to spend it. And I've been so fortunate in this field. So when you brought this up as a topic, I was like, yes, 100. I'm, I'm very lucky. I, I don't know that a lot of other groups of people have friendships that I have, but do you have a lot of friends that are girls or are they mostly guys? No, I have a lot of friendships that are girls. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I do have, I have male friendships as well. And those have been friends that I've had since just being a kid, you know, I have friends that we hike with, that we hang out with things, but my close, close friendships are, they're all female pretty much. I know having relationships with girls and it can be every single stage in your life can sometimes be really tricky. So for you, what are some things that you look for in a friend? If they're going to be in your life, if they're going to take up that space and that time and take away some of your energy, what are those qualities, those factors that you're determining, okay, I'm going to allow this person in my life because it's a privilege to be in my life. So the right off the bat, when you were saying that, I was really just thinking like, what is it? And I think ease, mm. ease, would you feel like that with your friendships? Like just, it has to be easy. Like the pressure, cause I feel like that used to be a thing. Like, and for me too, I'm very much like a people pleaser. I get nervous if like, oh no, if I'm not there for, you know, if I don't have the bandwidth for it, but I still will show up to something that I don't want to go to, things like that. And I'm realizing now, like that doesn't have to happen. And I really value that. Like if I can back out of an event and just not feel guilty and stressed about it, I know a lot of that is on me, but a lot of it is in the way that your friendships allow for that, right? Like 
even just a couple of weeks ago, it was like, we're doing a dinner and it was like a big thing. We finally all got a day together and it was like, you know, 10 of us. And that's a lot of adults to get together in the same time frame. and being able to back out last minute, just cause I'm like, I'm not feeling well, I'm not up to it. And everyone just been like, all good. See you later. It's like, that is so cool to me like now and allowing for me to just do that and have that is it's just easy and nice. I think that that would be the number one thing. It's them being understanding and not taking things personal right. or being offended about everything. Cause I right. feel like we've all had that friend in our life that gets offended about everything. And it's not maybe gets offended about everything you do, but the way they're speaking to you for me anyway, is when I'm with somebody and if I see the way they're speaking about other people or they're constantly like complaining or getting offended, that's a red flag to me because I'm, I'm thinking, okay, they're doing that about me if they're doing that about somebody else. And I want to be clear that I feel like there's something, there's a difference between venting and gossiping. That's what I was just thinking when you were saying that. I was like, oh, I do use my friendships for that a lot. I, I, and again, like that's a valuable thing too, is to have people in your life that you value the way they deconstruct situations. I have a really good friend. She's the most lovely. And she is the one I go to with all my crap, which... I'm sorry. You know who you are. Um, but <laughs> it's so valuable to me to, to say something to her and it's negative. Like so-and-so did this and this is how I feel about that. And then being able to go like, well, did you look at this? Did you think of this? And, and when you value someone's opinion and they bring those things to you, it goes away from gossip and more to like, help me through this. Right. Yeah. I will say that I am one for like some juicy gossip. <laughs> I love it. I think I'm growing out of that. But when people say things like at work and stuff, I'm like, what? who did what? What do they say? So I hate to be that way. But I do think it has to be in jest. Like I think it has to be little trivial things versus like talking bad about somebody or making yeah. things up. And there is a fine line, I think. Maybe, maybe I'm just saying that to make myself feel better. But I think there is a fine line. I, I feel like with venting, it's you're talking about a situation that's happened to you or your feelings or sure. something yeah. in that sense versus talking about somebody else and their character and what happened and calling names or yeah. even other people's relationships and trying to be like, do you know what's going on? Cause I don't, if it was me and I had a friend, I would want them to be the friend that they stop gossip with other people if they're yeah. talking about me. But if they had a situation with somebody else, like I'm your girl, you can vent to me. I'll help you. I'll be your sounding board. I'll help you. But when it's like getting into nasty name calling, that's where yeah. I'm like, mm. yeah. Yeah. And maybe too, that comes with age a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to, I mean, again, I'm like on this, like, I'm so old now and, and yeah, we're just so, we're like in our thirties. We're so mature and old. <laughs> but I do think maybe some of that comes with like getting older and just like not even having the desire energy, like no. name calling has never been a thing really in my life. Like even like romantic relationships and things like that. Like I've been really fortunate in that way that no one that I've dated has even done that. And I, I don't have the like, that's not a, how do you say this? In Spanish. <laughs> like, say, I, say it in Spanish. Costumbre, a habit. Oh. You don't have the habit to do that. So I think the name calling thing is, it feels really harsh to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like even, yeah. but I know that for a lot of people, that's just what happens. You know, people vent that way. And, and, and I think that that's something you can come back from and do the, I'm sorry thing or whatever in your personal relationships. But yeah, I, I just, I think there, it can be nasty. And I think it could be venting. I think that you're right where you're like, there's two different things. Yes. You know, I feel like we had a situation like that the other night when we were in the car talking and you were kind of letting me, because I was asking you about some of your relationships. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like you were telling me like kind of your journey and your path and, and some of these personal relationships. And 
in no way would I ever have considered that like, oh, talking bad about somebody. Yeah. More so like telling me how you felt about somebody in your life. And, yeah. you know, it's it can be sad. It's hard. Like, I think some girlfriends that I've had, I haven't had a lot of like girlfriend breakups, but I've had like one really bad one that was like a work associate and like it just things went wrong. And I really felt like I was like going through a breakup and I couldn't pin it. I couldn't like at the time I just was like get over the, you know what I mean? Like I just kept not thinking it was, I was sick about it. I was like, so I, I get that now, you know, I don't, I don't think that that had ever happened before that. Like I had had a situation where like a girlfriend of mine, like I felt betrayed or whatever. Right. And so after that, I was like, wow, this is how people feel when they like fight with a girlfriend and it's bad. It's, it's funny you bring that up because there's been a couple people I've had to let go of my life as, as I do this self journey and go through therapy. You just start to get older and realize that it's not about the quantity of friends, but the quality of friends you have. Sure. And I was in a group of friends where I knew them for a really long time. And I came to this realization that just because I know someone for a really long time does not make them a good friend. And it's also go with family and relationships just because their DNA does not make them a good person. Yeah. You share the same DNA. But anyway, so I was friends with these girls and it was a lot of triangulating where they would speak so poorly about the other person and their husband and their family. And these girls were in each other's wedding. They were bridesmaids. I mean, they've been friends for years and years and years. And the other girls would do that too about the other girl. They would do it about each other. Sure. And I finally came to realization that if they are doing this about each other, they're doing it about me. And one day I found out one of them was talking about me and I was baffled because one thing I do pride myself on is I feel like I'm a really good friend. And it was that moment where I realized not every relationship in your life has to be this intimate, deep, intense relationship. And that's where I had a lot of, I think, troubles that I felt like if I wasn't giving it my hundred percent to every single relationship, it wasn't intimate and deep, that it was not a relationship worth having in my life. So that is when I let go of those friendships and just, I, I just, we stopped talking and I realized I was so much better for it because I don't know if you feel this way at all, but I always feel like when I'm in relationships with people, I don't want to be the smartest. I don't want to have the most money. I don't want to be the most experienced because I want to surround myself around people. And it could be different aspects, different skills. Sure that they can help better me and I can help better them. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like you have to take a good look at the relationships in your life. Are those relationships bringing you up? Or are they bringing you down? Totally. Yes. I want to be the smartest and the richest. <laughs> I'm just not. You you are. I you want are. to be. I'm just not. No, but I agree. I feel like, as, again, like as you're talking, I'm thinking like all the people in my life that fulfill these roles that I have, like, gosh, one that inspires me this way, one that inspires me the other way. And I love that. I, I, I agree with exactly what you're saying. Like those tend to be the people that you maybe just don't spend as much time with when, and I, even this sometimes feels hard right now as I'm saying this, like those are the people, but I just think there's a different value system for every person, right? Like yeah. there's a friend that you're like, maybe I just don't love the way that we mix, right? But then this person with someone else, maybe they're fantastic, right? Like it's not yeah. to say that they don't have valuable skill sets or whatever, but maybe that they just don't bring you specifically that, but it is hard too, because as I get older, I really struggle with confrontation. Really? Uh-huh. A lot. <laughs> like even, it's really hard for me to even like vocalize like, hey, you did this to me in this way. 
And I think with like a romantic relationship, it becomes easier because it's expected, right? Mm. But I, I'm trying to think of like the last time that I like told my friend that they did something that hurt or bothered me. Does, is there something that has hurt and bothered you and you haven't gone and talked to them or you just haven't gotten offended lately? Or I think lately it hasn't happened, but there's definitely times, right? Cause I'm thinking right now, like even in my friendships, like, gosh, if I were to have something bad to say about somebody, it would be because my feelings were hurt or because blah, blah, blah. Right. And I don't know that I like go to that person to say, Hey, this happened and it mm. bothered me more. So I work it out over here and then I'm okay. Mm. So as you're saying this, I'm like, note to self. Yeah, it's interesting you talk about that because I've always said that if somebody has a problem with me and they don't come to me, it's not my problem. Sure. But if they have a problem and they come to me, then it becomes a we problem and then we can work it out together. Yeah. But I also don't think that every single situation that like you get your feelings hurt or whatever Requires has to be- a conversation. Yeah. Sure. Sure, Some sure. of them can just be worked through yourself <clears throat> because a lot of times it's like, okay, internalizing it. Maybe I misunderstood. Maybe I'm making up a narrative in my head. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I really tried to do too, is like not make narratives up in my head. Oh, why didn't they text me back? Mm -hmm. Like it's, they're busy. They have a life. They just didn't mean to. It's not yeah. that they're purposely texting, not texting me back. It's, and so I just feel like with those type of relationships, if you care about the person and you care about the relationship and it's something that's going to affect you for the a long term, then yeah, go to them. Yeah. But if it's not, then yeah, work it out. You know. Yeah. There's also, I feel like, too, a time and a season with different relationships. And this, I, I don't know if you felt this way with starting your business. So if people, for those who are listening and don't know, Jilda owns your own practice, and then you run a practice. Mm -hmm. And then you're stepping into another business endeavor and then one more coming up in a couple months. <laughs> yeah. It may be with, Busy time. with a blonde gal. <laughs> so you that. have a lot of like life-changing events. For me, it was college and then it was also becoming a mother that I realized there was a time and season with friendships and stepping into this business world now. Do you, have you found with your relationships becoming into a romantic relationship or becoming a business owner that there's been time and seasons with relationships that you've had to let go or has your friends been really adapting and changed with you and allowed you to grow? Yes. I am so full of gratitude actually for these changes in my life because that was the issue at the beginning. I was like, this is, I'm, I'm so stagnant. Like I had done a couple of other things in the past, you know, like real estate and things like that. But when I was like, I just need to make a change. I want to do something. I want to own something. I want to have something. I want to work on something. And then you take on that thing and it is life-changing. I just shout out to business owners everywhere because I have a very small operation and it is, mm. it sucks the life out of you sometimes, you know? But again, I, I feel like this is so braggy or whatever, but my friendships have like come to the rescue so much. Mm. They're when I need them and not demanding of me when I can't be there. You know what I mean? It has felt so nice. It is, it is, I can't even express this, but my family, my friend, like helping, like physically, like helping paint walls mm -hmm. and like be there physically and help me when, when I, I mean, literally some of my friends, like, do you want me to come do paperwork or things what like that? What a good friend. Like, so, so great. So I have felt like I've been particularly blessed. I have friendships that I've had, the, the ones that I really like curate are the ones that I've had for a really long time that- mm. They've been in the picture since like high school. For me, that's a really long time ago. I'm, yeah. Yeah, that was a really, really long time ago for me. So 
yeah, in that way, I've not noticed that there's like, oh gosh, because I wasn't available or anything. However, I do notice in other ways, like I have friends that are moms Mm -hmm. and that is the most time consuming. I get it. I get that. It's just like so crazy to make time. So in that way, I have friendships that like one of my very, very best friends um, growing since we were kids, like in sixth grade, we're still, I would still say close, but I rarely see her. Mm -hmm. So I feel like then we get together and it's like, gosh, you haven't even, how do they say? Like you haven't even skipped a beat. Yeah. And I feel like that with her, you know, like, so there's times where we're talking a lot and we're like really getting into things. And then there's times where I don't hear from you for months. And, and it's, that's what I value is just like, it's okay. Like we get it and you respect it. And so for me, yes, there, there are those seasons, but the only things that drop off are the people that you're really just like not super interested in like spending time with, I guess. You don't have the time anymore. So you really have to be (laughs) cherry picking. Yeah. It's relationships are supposed to be a two-way street. And for me, it's a two role where I will reach out twice. I'll try to invite them to something twice and inviting goes both ways. Like you invite and they invite. And then after two times, I leave the ball in their court. Sure. Like I, I'm just like, Hey, it's your turn to do it. But also talking about your friends who are coming over and helping you. I think it's important to realize that some people can show up in different ways and not everyone shows up the same way you right. do. Right. Some people may show up with, I would say, more emotional and they're there to listen to you, but physically they can't show up and vice versa, Yeah, which is totally fine. Yeah. Or they're not even here. They live in a different country or they, yeah. Like yeah. my little sister, she doesn't live here and she's, I mean, she, last year it was, I had, my birthday was around this time last year and she like flew in from Europe to come to like a little birthday surprise. Mm. And it's just like, oh, that kind of stuff is so overwhelming for me in the best way, but yeah, I, I have so much appreciation for people like that in my life that I'm like, I would do the same for you. There's no questions asked, but I do feel like when you said earlier, like I'm such a good friend, I feel like that. Like that's one thing that I, I'm a little uncomfortable with, like make compliments a little sometimes. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm taking like just taking them. I, yeah. I value them. And when people say that, I cherish things so yeah. so much. But like when people like even when you started this, I was like, oh no, where's she going with this? But she's saying <laughs> nice things about me. I don't like this. Abort, abort. <laughs> Um, but I like it. I'll leave here and be like, Oh, so nice. But like people doing nice things for me too. It's hard. Cause I start, I, I've noticed that like, I, I keep score. Like I'm like, Oh mm. no, now I gotta do not the, Oh no. But like, man, no, how do, how am I ever going to repay this debt? Like, I feel like that constantly in my friendships. And that is such a nice problem for me to have. Cause I know that's a me issue, but I constantly feel like that. Like, oh my gosh, even you the other day baked me that loaf of bread. And I'm like, this took so long and was such a pain. Yeah, like, but you know, uh, you shouldn't do that. I know, I know the better. The tick but for tax thing. I know, I know. But it's always a good, I, I feel like it's a good problem to be having to work out because it's just totally. everyone showing up for you and just being so kind and generous yeah. with their time or their whatever. Building an inner circle around you that's a supportive environment and that you're not walking on eggshells and people who have your back and rally with you and cheerlead for you. I have had friends and I don't know if you've had friends like this, where I felt like it was a competition mm-hmm. where yeah. it they're not happy for your but, successes. Yeah. And that's not the type of friends you want in your life. You want yeah. friends that you can go to in the good times and you know they're going to be like, are you oh, kidding right. me? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. I'm stoked for you because I feel like I have a few select friends that like I know I could call up and tell them some business things that are happening and they would be so stoked for me. And there's some friends in the past that I couldn't say that to because it would almost be like gloating to them. Mm-hmm. And they would feel like it's almost a competition. Like, look at me. Yeah. 
And yeah. it's, do you have, did you have friends like that or no? I felt like more so when I was younger, mm. not so much anymore. Yeah. Not I, so much anymore, but, but I, I will say though, again, I've had friends model that behavior for me and, and through that have taught me like, that is so cool. Right. Like I see yeah. them do that for other people. Like we have a little trifecta. I mean, there's three of us that are very, very, very close. Mm. And we talk just most days and, and I've just noticed like one of them in particular, whenever someone has good news, I just feel that she is just like so fulfilled by it. And you can just tell, like, it's so genuine. It's so kind. And I'm just like, that is what I want to be. Like when I hear good news, right? Like I want to see, and I just want to be like, good for you. And on that same topic, I was listening to a podcast, listening to a podcast the other day. And they were talking about the difference between jealousy and envy. Mm. Because I do feel that way. Like when I hear good news of people, I'm like, dang, that is so I want that, you know? Yeah. And I was like, so as they were going through this thing, talking about how jealousy is normal, and I don't think that that's abnormal or anything, but I do think that this is the difference that they pointed out was like, if you're feeling jealous, you see something and you go, yes, I want that too. Right? Like, I love that. I see it good for them. You're still happy for that person. And you're acknowledging it's like a win. And then with envy, you're going, I don't want them to have it because I want it. Right. Mm. So I think that that's the difference. I might be slaughtering that like difference of what those two are. But that, that was kind of my big takeaway was that like, one is that you're like, good for, good for that. You can still do the good for them. I'm so happy. Gosh, that's so cool. I want that too. Yeah. You know, and like, and almost it brings you up, like, just like you say, hanging out with people that you see, like, gosh, they're, you know, hitting financial goals or physical or whatever it is. And you see it, it's inspiring. And I think that that's the good part yeah. where you can be like, oh yeah, like that can still be a jealousy and that's okay. And honestly, I verbalize it like, oh, I'm so jealous. Like, you know, like, someone gets a cute house. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love it. I don't even want to come. I can't even look anymore. I'm so jealous, you know, or cute shoes or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I want those, whatever. But I do think that that's the difference. I, I wondered if you have had friendships like that, just with like, you know, just more recently, you've been working at this for how, how long? Like my self-improvement just journey? Like, no, just like getting your things together and being able to like monetize your, <sighs> your videos. Yeah. For like a few years now. And I mean, it's been a lot of years now. Yeah. And I've lost a lot of friends along the way and I've lost family along the way, which has been hard because it's when we are talking about friendships, I also, all of this applies to relationships, uh, intimate, uh, family, all of that, which has been really hard. But one of the things that I have realized through all of this is and to be very vulnerable is there was a period of my time where I didn't have friends and my friends were Kaylone and my mom. And I chose that. I just kept my inner circle small. Like I desperately wanted friends, but I felt like every single person that I was trying to become friends with that we just didn't jive or I just felt like I wouldn't benefit their life or they wouldn't benefit my life. It wasn't going to be a good exchange. And I've became so picky being 33 now of who I let in my life. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's good. It's a good. It's I, yeah, it's just, I just realized that I just, and it's difficult letting those friends go. And I just realized that like having my inner circle small is the people that I interact on a daily basis is the people that I surround myself around is going to be the people who I start to become and who I start adapting like. And then having the outer circles beyond that is business partners or having um, business relationships or having just networking. Those type of relationships, I've realized that, okay, I don't have to have them so intimate in my life, but I can have like a more... Surface. Yeah. Maybe not even surface, but a little bit more than surface. And 
still be okay because I just realized that like life is so short and who you surround yourself by. Have you listened to that song T.I.? Oh my gosh, who's I don't remember the title of the song. But anyways, there's a verse in T.I.'s verse and he says, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm -hmm. And I firmly believe that because I didn't grow up with money and I didn't grow up with the friends in junior high, high school, college with like healthy relationships of girlfriends. And I didn't really know what it looked like. But I feel within the last like year, I just started having really healthy relationships with friends. And I started to be around money and people who have money. And it's opened my eyes of like, wow, there's this whole other world that I didn't know was possible. It was like my whole life I was eating a Hershey chocolate bar and I just tried this expensive Belgium chocolate. Mm -hmm. And I realized like, whoa, like I am such a better person now surrounding myself with different groups of people. Yeah. Why do you, in that, I, I feel the same way with myself. And I, I guess more in the way when you're like, as I was younger, I didn't know that I was having like the healthiest relationships. Right. Mm. And I feel like, do you attribute that to like, I don't know, like inner work? Yeah. Cause you're like, okay, now I'm putting in the time I'm, I'm doing the therapy, I'm doing the work. And like, now I'm finding I'm having more fruitful relationships. Yes. And I think also it's changing your perspective of what's important to you in life. Mm -hmm. Because when I was younger, I valued friends who were pretty and had money and great bodies. Like that was cool to me. Mm -hmm. But now what's cool to me is someone who talks numbers, who uplifts me, who has good energy, who I can have fun with and laugh, someone who uplifts other people, someone who's going to speak my name in a, a room that will bring business opportunities. Like those type sure. of things I value more in a friendship than I do than a pretty face and a great yeah. body. Like that, I don't, I could care less now. That's why yeah. I'm friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was, I was going to make the joke. I'm so mad because I was going to be like, what am I doing here then? And then you're, oh, dang it. You oh, I should have, but I was like, oh, she's being so serious. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. to closing remarks, if somebody is listening to this podcast and they're thinking, I have those relationships in my life that I don't love, that aren't bringing me peace, that I'm walking on eggshells, that's they're dramatic. Not the person's dramatic, but the relationship's dramatic. It's this emotional roller coaster. What is some advice and tips that you would give them through your self-help journey? Because you are huge into therapy and like working on yourself and having, I feel like you've done a really good job about surrounding yourself with solid yeah. relationships. And you have to give a, a pat on your back because that's not luck. You sure. created that. You sure. created your life and your relationships. So what is some tips or advice you would give? Truly, I would say, again, like I had a very long relationship that I just came out of recently and, and realizing that like this person, you know, loved them so much. And the problem was like not knowing, you know, what I wanted. Right. And I think, how do you go somewhere? Like think about going to a restaurant and going and picking something off the menu when you don't know what you want. Like, how mm -hmm. do you do that? Like, how do you make a good choice when you don't know what you want? So I think so much of that was like, you know, turned inside, like even going through all this like therapy and stuff, I keep wanting to look back and be like, bro, I'm so sorry for putting you through, <laughs> you know, just because a lot of unnecessary either fights or, you know, a lot of disconnection that you're feeling, but it's because you are not connected to you. Mm -hmm. And so I think first and foremost is figure out what those things are that you care about. It seems so easy. It seems so easy. It is not like, I remember even starting therapy and just literally her saying like, what are like, just talk, let's just talk values. Right. 
And I was like, can you give me an example of what values are? You know what I mean? Like, give me some verbiage here. Like, yeah. just give me some things like that. So I think, I just think it's so important to, to look back at you because if you're in a relationship that's not working for you, it's not because it's your fault. But if you don't go, hey, I ha- this isn't working for me and I'm going to stop this relationship, then you're allowing it, right? And I don't, I don't, I'm not talking like abuse and things like that. I know that that is so much more difficult. I just mean a relationship that's not serving you for whatever reason and you're continuing to, continuing to engage in that. It just feels like a lot of it is you're going like, oh my gosh, I have a hard time with this because I don't want to be alone or I don't want to, you know, this known behavior that's not good is better than X, Y, Z or whatever. So I think a lot of it is just fear and we need to learn how to do that. And it's just therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of it is, I'm very, very pro therapy Yeah, for what it's brought to my life and, and what I've seen it do to like people around me too. And, and I think that that would be my advice is just turn that inside and like, what, what is the barrier stopping me from stopping this relationship or walking away from it? Cause you don't have to be crazy upset or you don't have to be like, it can just be like, this isn't serving me. It's not serving you. And that's okay. It doesn't even have to be spoken if, you know, that's not what you're comfortable with. But I do think that there are a lot of people in relationships that I see, you know, romantic and otherwise that I'm like, you are not happy here, but it's someone's journey to figure out when that limit is, I think. So yeah, being okay with being by yourself yeah, with friends and relationships. And I would also say is go to places that you feel that people are in that place that would match your energy. So for example, you want to be healthy and fit and be around healthy and fit people, go to the gym, go to like spas, go to, go to places that match that and intertwine and network and become friends with other people. And it's the same thing with like business opportunities, go to different places, traveling, whatever it may be, and be okay to take time to find people who match your energy be picky with who is in your life and be okay with being by yourself if you have to re- let go of a relationship because every, again, every relationship is a time or season. And so, yeah, I just think it's, we're, we're lucky that we've gotten to this place because I feel like it really does start with thin and loving yourself first mm-hmm. and having good relationships come after that. Yeah, it's definitely a journey. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for being on. I loved having you on. If you guys were inspired by this episode, go ahead and tag us. I'm going to put Jilda's all her social media um, and businesses in the description. (laughs) So you can go check that. I'm going to put Jilda's social security number. Social security number. So you you can go search her. (laughs) (laughs) And we appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next time. If you were inspired by today's episode, I encourage you to tag me on social media at Kat Kamalani so I can personally thank you myself. I would love to hear your thoughts on my podcast. So go ahead and leave a review. So high five for finishing the episode and trying to better yourself. I hope you found it informative, inspiring, and thought-provoking. I will see you again soon for another episode. Take care.